The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Sapphire Master. My pronouns are him, his, and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. What are we drinking today? We are making it easy and we're having a Heineken Premium Malt Lager beer today. I love Heineken. I've had Heineken for years. Grew up in South Africa drinking Heineken. I'm a huge fan. Two things I love about it, besides the fact that it's a great lager. One is they're a huge football supporter. They support right. the Champions League. Right. The other is that I love the bottle. It's a really easy bottle to drink out of. It is. And Holland, obviously, is uh, where it's established in 1873. It's pretty good. It's a long time. It's been around for a long time. Yeah, it's a delicious beer. I could easily drink these by the by the six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should say something about where we are in our move because we've been posting a number of replays. Yeah, because we've we've been constantly moving. We've been out of our house into a temporary residence. Now we're in the new apartment, mm-hmm. but we're still unpacking boxes and boxes. Yeah, man, we've put in a few tough unpacking days. It's crazy. And we still aren't quite there, but we do have a podcast to record this afternoon, so we found time to do this. Yeah. And I'm excited about the conversation coming up. Yeah, it'll be fun. And I'll say one more thing. We're going to be back to normal soon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today we have FS on Conversation. Yes. And FS is the proprietor of an Etsy store for Kingsters. Yeah. He makes all kinds of cool floggers and... Really cool ones. Yeah. And, roses, and petals, roses, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. And we had an experience with him as a proprietor. He didn't know us from Adam. Yeah. And we purchased a flogger and it just didn't stand up to our heavier use. And it sort of came apart. Yeah. And, you know... We were like, okay, well, that wasn't what we intended. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nine tail, wasn't it? It was a, yeah, it was a cat of nine. And yeah, I made a note to his Etsy store and he was super quick to respond. And he, he really didn't ask any questions. He just said, I'll, I want you to be happy as a customer. Isn't that great? Like yeah. that's such a dying part of customer service that yeah. we don't see anymore. Yeah. Super, super impressed with his customer service. He provided us with a much heavier 
clever. Yeah. yeah. It feels better to use. It works better. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't come apart when we use it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, you know, we really should expose FS to our customer base and then know about his store because yeah. we want to support vendors who provide customer service to the King community. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So FS, welcome to the conversation. First of all, I would like to say thank you for the great invitation and uh, um, thanks for inviting me and thank you for giving me the chance to, you know, to prove myself and about to and how we are presenting our customers and how uh, our customers value to us, uh, value to me, especially because since I'm managing every single thing and um, I would like to share my customer is like for everything for me because I know if my customer is happy, I will be a, I will be a successful businessman because, you know, because my world online business is all hand to mouth. So it's a word to mouth. Okay, so if they will, you will speak good things about me, of course, people will come to you. People will come to my store and they will be, oh my God, okay, so we heard a good things about this guy, about this stores. And um, yes, we definitely retry it and let's see if it's true or not. So thank you for all these things. And Well, you're welcome. And, you know, we ordinarily start our conversations on the podcast by inviting you to tell us your journey. So... Tell us about your journey and how you got from, you know, where you discovered yourself as a provider of kink tools to where you are now. Uh, basically, it's a very long story, but okay, I will start from like a seven or ten years ago. You know, I'm really into this community as well. That time I was in, in Middle East in Saudi Arabia when I heard the very first time the word is BDSM. And, you know, I was really into know what is all these things about because it's totally different. If we talk about 10 years older than the guy who lives in Middle East in Saudi Arabia, um, it's because Saudi Arabia itself is a different world inside the world. So, and words, BDSM is completely different. And I was, you know, really interesting to know more about this thing, how people they are enjoying and how people they are doing and what it's really all about, what is mistress, masters and, you know, slaves and all these things. I was really into, you know, it gives me a thrill to know more and more and more about these things. So for, since like in, in, like from 10 years ago, I started getting to know uh, into this community. I tried to find everything in um, in Saudi Arabia where unfortunately I cannot do any I cannot find anything. Um there was a um there was hardly anything guys in in Dubai. Um and uh, but you know I joined a couple of uh, online screens and shows anything to, and then when I came to Toronto in two thousand thirteen very first time and in in London Ontario they have a very big uh, uh, kink community and the meetup as well in London Ontario. So that was the very first time I was part of it um, and it re was really exciting. It was really exciting. Um, normal, it's totally different than other people they are normally enjoying. It's a total different way of enjoyment um, and you know we can only be successful in the business 
if we have an interest, if we know the product, if we know how to deal, if we know which purpose we can use for this one. Because when I'm in this into this business, I know I want to try the same things. I want to try the same things. I want to feel what my products when next word when somebody feel it. You know, I want to be, you know, to put myself into the position that when if somebody use it, you know, I wasn't really into this position. I really want to know more about um since in in Canada, North America, the BDSM community is really growing and really, really growing. Um, one of my cousins, he lives in um, in in US in Long Island, and he um, I communicate with him and I told him, well, this is the business that I really want to start it because, you know, I, first of all, I have a really big interest and I really want to join the community as well. And this will be the platform that where I can be part of this community and I will explore a lot about this. And uh, he, for a couple of seconds, he might, he don't know anything and he said, well, okay, Let's try it. Why not? It's, um, you know, the white people, they're always open to try different things. They're open for their fantasies and everything. So why not? Should try it. And so I did it. And, um, you know, I start uh, finding the suppliers. I start finding the things how we can make it and research about it. Um, and um, um, there is a couple of men I met here in, in Toronto. I went to a couple of uh, kinky stores here. Um, and then I hired someone um, back home in Pakistan. Originally, I'm from Pakistan. And, uh, you know, I spent time with him to see how they are doing it. Uh, it was not even easy because it's totally handmade. It's totally handmade. And when I see, um, oh my God, there's so many things. There are so many ways to, ways to enjoy the life. There are so many ways to oh, explore. There are so many things to explore. As I don't, I should continue. So this is running from Middle East to Toronto. That is the uh, journey, like in 2010 to 2021. The very first time I think about uh, uh, this uh, BDSM world is in, in Saudi Arabia, and then I try to be into this community, try to join the community, try to meet the people, and get along with all of them. That is the main reason that it brings me into this business. And honestly, um, I'm enjoying it very much. I have a store in Etsy and I have a store in eBay as well. Um, and I do sale on Amazon as well. So that's how I start this business. Very good. So just so that I'm clear, so you came from Pakistan and about 10 years ago, you discovered the King community and you did some research to see in different kinky stores and so forth the way the tools were made. You recognized that they were all handmade tools and you decided to be a provider into the kink community because you're interested in kink yourself. That's what I understood from what you said. So are you actually participating as a kinkster in the kink community right now? Actually, I haven't get the chance to participate. You know, I did once uh, in London. I I have an account in in and there is a feed fetish uh, very big community, so a fetish community website where I have uh, 
uh, sign up and everything uh, i haven't get the chance i sign up and they, they would meet up every day i oh, sorry every thursday uh, and i try to get um I try to join it but i haven't get the chance due to some um busy schedule and i couldn't make it uh i until now i haven't get the chance there was only once in 2013 i still remember uh, but that was not the one i was expecting so i basically i went to the bdsm club uh, so right there is a club so they were just showing how these things works and all these things um so that's the only thing but in actual meeting where people they get together and they just enjoy and they just practice everything that i haven't tried and it's my wish i can try one day and i can be part of this i feel i want to see myself you know um sitting along with all the the kingsters and masters and mistresses or all these things fs do you use your products at all yourself like even if you're not playing with people in person do you practice with the floggers and whips and that kind of thing I do use harness. I do use pedal. Yes, I did use it. Um, I use harness. I use restraints, and um, I use pedal as well. Um, there is a new thing right in my uh, in my store. If you see the uh, the luxury bondage set, so the, I use it that well. So all the things you know, I try to invent new and new things. So before I post it um, into my Etsy store. I try a little bit. Yes, I did try. Awesome. So you said Toronto has a big kink community. Have you plugged into that community at all? Toronto has a big community, no doubt. <clears throat> I went to the uh, one. I went to the stag shop, um, and uh, I spoke with one of the um, employees there, and she also invited me. And she also invited me to their get together. Uh, but after that, the COVID hits the world, and everything is just. Yeah, that was the opportunity for me, and you know, to just to see um, uh, where how how big the community is. I know there is a one a big community in London, Ontario, um, and the second one is the stack shops. So it's it's a company stack shop. They they're one of the biggest um, employees. They have uh, the three B, uh, BDSM clubs there, and they have a. Uh, um, then they also meet up uh, on uh, once in a week as well. So when I went uh, to the stag shop and with my whole products and everything, and they were surprised to see the quality of the leather and everything. And same, they offered me, okay, if you would like to join our community and just see how it is going, you can bring your product and to show it to them. So yes, I that was the chance I get an offer, but so far, then. I didn't try it. I didn't. It didn't. It didn't go through properly because of this COVID, and everything is shut down. Okay, so here's a question for you to think about. So, as you look at kink, which side of the slash do you think you are? Do you think you're more of a dominant or more of a submissive? Well, I will consider myself as a fifty-fifty, but more I will be dominant. Yeah. So with COVID happening. Have you noticed an increase in toy sales or or maybe not? I'm curious about that. Um, it does basically uh, since uh, October to February, um, some it's a busy season for these things. I have no idea why it's called a busy season. 
because uh, uh, but you know since the, uh, the since the COVID hit of course they they increased a little bit sale as well because people cannot go outside and they just you know uh, they try to practice they, they if they have nothing to do okay they say let's try something new so of course there's a lot of new uh, customers they're trying to practice new things so definitely the cover they increase the sale FS, what are your most popular items? Right now, my most popular item item is um, is a flogger that uh, I send it to you, um, and unfortunately, you are the first person um, it didn't through properly. I have no idea. Maybe by mistake you get the wrong one, but that is the that is the top uh, rated flogger. If you will go through my um, my store, you will see the people they just give me five star about all this thing about uh, about this product. And the second biggest uh, it's a, it's a luxury bondage set. It has uh, cuffs, ankles, collar, thigh, and uh, the collar with the leash. It's a seven pieces bondage luxury set with uh, red and black color and uh, white color. Um, and there is a with the golden fitting with the silver fitting. So this is my right now. It's top. Um, it's top items. Right now, right now it's still I have um, like a ten stock is um, um, already in my you know order in my order list that I have to dispatch it in next week. So this is pretty good. This is pretty good and the flogger. And all of your products are made from cow's leather. All products are made it's cow leather. Yeah, some of them it's made with the cow leather. Some of them is made with the sheep leather. Okay, and so how do you cure the product, or do you buy the the leather already cured? We um, we have a process. We have a process to go through with um, the. We have a, a factory, the unit small unit back home in Pakistan where we can purchase. Uh, basically, um, we did not we did not produce the leather, but of course we get the raw. To produce the leather, you know, it's a lot of hassle. You know, we have to get the uh, you know the skin of buffalo and the cow. Oh, these are the only two um, skins that we use it. And uh, you, you know, we just get the raw material, raw leather. We just get the raw leather, and then we just we just we have a seven to eight steps to go through the raw leather and become a one quality soft leather so of course this process is continuous every day we have a people who are working there nine to five and once the leather is in a final stage and then we can just we just uh, uh, to do the um, paint things like to paint the leather like if we have a white or we have a color a black and whatever because normal leather is not in all these colors uh, it's like in a sky in a skin colors all and then we just convert the leather the colors and after that uh, uh, we know we just uh, make of pieces okay whatever the order will be um, and then we just uh, try to build every day they every month i have to send them an order sheet so they see the order sheet, which is um, they then cut the leather according to the order sheet and then start making. In some like flogger, I send it to you. It's use um, leather, but it also use um, some other stuff as well, uh, like a wood as well with the handle. So they just start collecting the thing and then preparing it. 
are all of your tools hand stitched or do you use machines? It is handmade. Everything is handmade. Everything is handmade. We we have a, a craftsman who's sitting inside the factories as well, and there is uh, we have our females as well. You know the whip like eight 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 feet, twelve feet, fifteen feet whip. Uh, we just give it to the, the females who work from home in the villages in backward areas in the village. The females they work and they are they're quite good in all these things and they just. Uh, do everything from the hand. The most of the whips they are are made. It's uh, made from the women's, but everything is by hand. It is not even a single thing we use. Single thing we use as a machine. All is handmade. All is handmade. Gotcha. So if I understand correctly, what I thought I heard you say was you buy the sheets of leather, you cut them up, and then you send them to the people who are responsible for stitching them together is that accurate we cut the leather and we try we try we make the pieces like we cut everything and uh, according to the order sheet and then we send it to the department we have a department some things we stitch it inside the unit and some things we send it uh, to, uh, to the third party like not is a third party like a some woman who so just trying to do everything from home in their free time so they do it by their hands they just tie it knot it from their hands so we all the things we can send it to, to them and the other things we can stitch it everything at home inside the unit and are those people that you're sending the the work to do at home are those women in pakistan or are they here in in the in canada everything is in pakistan everything is in pakistan all the units, uh, all the everything is manufactured in Pakistan. But we only send the we only send the things uh, to the uh, home to the to the people's home because when we have a lot of stuff and we have a lot of stock available, means then we have urgent orders and we have to deliver it. Uh, like in a busy season in November, December, it's a really busy season. So that's why. And um, we send it the whips to there. Otherwise, everything is managed inside the unit. The people they just tie it, they stitch it, packing, cutting, packing, finishing, final check, quality check. Everything is done inside the unit. We only send it to them when we are out. We have a lot of orders, and there's a busy season, and we want everything is done, and then we can use the services from outside. Okay, so the quality control is kind of the last step and you do that in toronto right we have a two steps one final step it's done in um, in pakistan before they pack the stuff and the second thing i did it here in toronto before i submit it before i pack the parcel i open every single item and check it one by one and then i submit it Gotcha. Okay. So that explains why you were like so quick to jump on it and take care of us as a customer, which I really appreciated. And I think you're right. I think if you have a high ethic Hello. about caring for your customers, if you take care of your customers, then your customers are going to take care of you. That's true. Yes. Well, FS, I want to thank you for coming on and talking to us about your Etsy store and about your products. And I acknowledge you for being 
a very high customer service oriented provider to the King community. And I'm going to encourage listeners of this podcast to find your Etsy store, which we'll include in the show notes. Thank you so much, sir. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!